welcome to the podcast. Uh, yeah, you're about to listen to what happened this morning. And what you will learn mm. is I feel almost bad. Almost, I say, Steve. Because mm-hmm. if you think back and what people will be uh, listening to yeah. is a lot of um, dissing of the rise. Yeah, but yeah. every day I spend with Risey... Makes me feel a better man. <laughs> well, so, I mean, it's justified. Yeah, yeah I, noticed, I noticed a bit of dissing of the well, rise today as well. Yeah, well, mate, beat, you know. There was yeah. the deadbeat dad story, which is yet to come. Uh, yeah. um, there is us laughing, guffawing, and holding our bellies mm. um, at your financial situation. Yeah, thanks yeah. for that. I really appreciate um, that. Yeah, that's right. And there was also the, the dissing of his uh, tennis prowess, if you recall. Oh, I forgot about that. Mate, yeah. JR, like, really, yeah. it was a bash rise it day. Really and, was. and we apologise. That's all right. Until tomorrow. Uh, we'll <laughs> Continue to bash you, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, and be, everyone listening will come up later on, and we can all feel really sorry for Risey how much he has to pay for the massive mansion he lives with <laughs> lives in in Redhead. We're yeah. really sad for him, aren't well, we? Well, yeah. are we? No, I don't know. Not you guys really. keep laughing at me all morning. <laughs> Let's get on with the show, though. Enjoy. Here's the podcast from today. It's Thursday, the nineteenth of January. Tanya and Steve, number one in Newcastle with McDonald Jones, the Hunter's leading home builder. Live from the greatest city in the world, this is Tanya and Steve. We get up, we get dressed, waking up, Newcastle's best, live and free, Triple M's, Tanya and Steve. Good morning. Oh my God, I'm over this bloody rain. <laughs> Honestly. Same. When's it going to end, Tanya? Well, probably in about, I don't know, three hours. Yeah, it's not going to last long, yeah. I think. No, I think the wind's coming to blow it away, yeah, isn't exactly. it? Oh, well. Uh, welcome to Thursday. A um, couple of things. Mm. I just want to have a bit of a whinge. Sure. You'll be surprised to know. I started with one. You Absolutely. know as well. Go for it. Um, as I was um, struggling, like first week back at work, it's a bit of a struggle mm. at the moment. Yeah. Struggling in the shower this morning. I was just about to step out when I thought, oh, bloody, I've got to wash my hair mm. because we've got an important client coming in today. Oh, I forgot. What about that? I can tell. Oh. Because as I look around... Yeah. Um, oh, no. What? Risey hasn't made an effort. Yeah. No. You've not made an effort. Jace never makes an effort. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know what the saddest part of that is, right? What? No, I did make an effort. Oh. <laughs> I feel... <laughs> oh, come on! I've got my extra shiny black shirt on. Uh, but you know what? For those without hair, I'm looking at you, Steve. Oh, yeah? You can add an extra half an hour to your morning routine. With hair, washing hair, shampooing, yeah, you know the old hair dryer, all the rest of it. I don't do the back. So. The, no, I've noticed no. that. No, uh, Tenny, <laughs> obviously. The front, uh, you know, so I can't, the front looks great. I can't are, walk in front of everyone today. You are indeed one of the few women that uh, has no concept of people seeing the back of your hair. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and I think, you know, when you walk away from them, they will anyway. But yeah. it looks lovely from the front, Thanks it might very I much. say. Yeah. How about a bit of a wash it the night before? Nah, because then it gets all kinky when you sleep on it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> And then you get little dreadlocks in it, do you? If it stays a little bit wet. Yeah, yeah, my kids have that all the do time. They? Dreadlocks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in, their, in their hair, yeah. get in trouble for it all the time. Yeah, so anyway, uh, probably should have sent the text around just to put a brush through it, Rise. You oh. definitely should have reminded me about this meeting. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I think I might be sick. I'm just glad the I'm just glad the barrel went your way, man. I'm still going, I did try. Yeah. <laughs> I got I put a big pants on. You do, you do you look big lovely. Pants on. Oh, yeah. you've even got your nice boots on too. I've got my nice boots on. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, hey. yeah. There you go. See, she did even look. Thought, I bet you you're creep. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's happening today. Um, another one that I picked up this morning. Oh my god! Um, when does it end? <laughs> when does it end, everyone? I was listening to another radio station. All right. Right. Yeah. And they had a newsreader on mm-hmm. who was telling everyone a story about Tari. Oh, okay. it's a pet hate. I hate that. Yeah. It's Tari. Yeah. Exactly. Two equal syllables, not. <laughs> 
Tari. Was that turn left at Cahiba? <laughs> yeah. Triple M's <laughs> Hamish wouldn't do that. Never. He's in the newsroom right now. I think Never. he can actually hear us. Uh, that's right, Hamish. Here's your moment to uh, get on air and bag a fellow <laughs> colleague from another <laughs> station, mate. Right, you got to turn, you turn, you turn, you turn your microphone on. Yeah, yeah, you go, yeah, right? yeah. How's that, Hamish? Tariq. <laughs> Tariq, yeah, no, no. You do, do your checking first. Absolutely. I feel a bit cheated that you were listening to another news presenter, though. Thank only, you, Hamish. Only so I could come in and appreciate the quality that you, you deliver every day. Thank you, Tanya. Appreciate it's all right. Good response. Thank you, Tanya. <laughs> 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 you, mate, yeah. you covered it well, Tanya. Well done. I know. Yeah. Uh, she actually did the prime thing when we're sitting around here and someone comes barging in going, oh, you should have heard the other breakfast show, and we get dirty. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Out. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. to, be, to be fair, that's never happened. Now, I touched on this the other day and I said, I'll tell you later. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to get back to one of the little things that I did in Ireland on my Before You Die list. Yep. Is to have, because I'd heard about it for a long time. I'd just never done it. And they've been doing it in Ireland and Wales and parts of England for centuries. Yeah. And I do mean centuries, like, yep. you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. Did it involve you being upside down? No, but it involved me being naked. <laughs> And upside down. <laughs> no, <laughs> so not the bloody stone. Go on. <laughs> I did that bloody stone oh, I again. Thought you might of course have, yeah. you do. Um, seaweed bathing. I was Ooh. wondering about this. When yeah. You yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So naked. Yeah. Well, you have to be because um, there's two ways of doing it. We did it the luxurious way. There's ways in Ireland you can do it. You turn up to the beach and they'll have like a bit of a wine barrel, and you step into the wine barrel. Right. They pump some seaweed water in, and you're on the beach freezing your. Bollocks off. It sounds yeah. amazing. Yeah. Well, that's the that's the way they were doing it back in the day. Yeah. But now it's a little bit more luxurious. It's like a spa treatment. Oh, mm. So we went along to the, the wild Atlantic way, they call it, the yep. west coast of Ireland. And uh, my sister-in-law and brother-in-law. It was, it, it's their winter. It is. It was freezing. I know. Um, but it's a spa place. It's like yeah. going to, you know, a lovely place where you get a massage. Yeah. Yep. And Mike and I were in the same room. And you go in and it's full of steam. You can't barely see your hand in front of your face because the whole idea is the steam opens up the pores. Ah, Then there were these two slipper baths which were full of giant seaweed. Right. And the water was steaming hot. Is it rough, the seaweed, on your skin? or is That's it... what I thought, Rise, but it's not like our seaweed. Oh, okay, yeah. Because I came back with a scathingly brilliant idea of us doing it here and making a fortune like uh, they're all yes. doing in that part of the world. Yeah. But we don't have the same seaweed. Oh, don't Different tell, seaweed. But, but, yeah, yeah. But we just don't tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, you know that stuff that comes in on lobbies on the high tide? <laughs> well, this stuff's called, um, and I've got to get the pronunciation right because I was using the wrong way. If yeah. you use the wrong way, you'd have to dump me your eyes. But okay. it's actually called fucus, not the other way, yeah. fucus <laughs> serratus. Yeah. yeah. So you jump into the bath. There's a lady there. It's all there. Latin. <laughs> There's a lady there that tells you, get in and then grab the seaweed, put it over your head. Oh, they're taking wrap- the beers. <laughs> <laughs> they're laughing. They are cracking Can up. you imagine them out there? Check it out. Check out this blonde chick. She'll put it on her head. No, but you wrap it around your legs. You wrap it around downstairs. So, you put it everywhere. <laughs> wow. So after you've worn seaweed as a hat, well, uh, what does it do for you? Well, you soak in the bath for about an hour. Yeah. Um, and then there's a hot tap there if you want more hot water, but mm. there's fresh seawater as well if you want to blast a cold, yeah. freezing cold oh. water. Yeah. And then after the hour, I'm not kidding, you get out, you're, it's bizarre. I felt like a kilo lighter. Right. And your, your skin is like a mermaid should be. <laughs> like, well, what's that scaly? <laughs> Glistening. <laughs> On top half. My mistake. Glistening. Righto. You know, and everything feels amazing. Really? So it's supposed to detoxify. It's supposed to add nutrients into your skin. It's supposed to help with um, inflammation. Oh, yeah. And Michael's got issues. Yeah. Many. Many. And he came out going... One of them's blonde. 
came out. He came out ready to walk a mile. Yeah. Like it's just. It's incredible. You know, I'm by, a convert. You know, by hearing this, it's actually made me feel a little bit better about something that's annoyed me for a while. What? So that's Aquaman's secret. <laughs> <laughs> so that's his secret. Absolutely. Seaweed baths. <laughs> that the gear. Yeah. You'll swear by it, though, it works. I loved it. Okay. Absolutely loved it. And there's a lot of people there that do it regularly. Yeah, yeah. right. I, I mean, but I did, honestly, I did come home excited going, got to do this. Because yep. I, I checked all around the country on Google. We don't have them here. No. And then I came up against the brick wall. It's because you don't have the North Atlantic Sea seaweed. And you see, there you go. And you yeah. see, that's where Steve comes in. <laughs> I just lie. <laughs> yeah. Right? So Tanya gets it all organised. I oh, said, so we need this special seaweed. Here it is, Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's uh, all right now. What? Because like everything, that's good for you. Yeah. How much did it cost? Uh, don't know. I didn't pay for it. My sister-in-law gave it to me for Christmas. Ah. But I think it was. I think it was kind of like just like a normal spa like treatment. Like a normal. Kind of thing. Like I think she paid about fifty euros, so maybe eighty bucks. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I'd like to have read that. Yeah. Uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Seaweed bath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't start me. Yeah. There was a lot of that going on behind backs until we actually experienced. Yeah, it. I was about. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, look at this, Michael. Your sister's cheap. <laughs> it's Daniel and Steve. Um, if Hamish was here, he'd know exactly how many days to the state election. Oh, yes, he would. It's 60 odd something, 60 I don't something. know. Yep. Yeah. So um, close. But both the Premier and um, Chris Minns Labor are coming at us with sweeteners. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah, so here we it's, go. it's all about our demerit points. Yep. So just, you tell me, I'm not going to tell you which party is doing which. Okay. But you tell me which is the more appealing. Oh, right. One is offering to have our fines waived. Mm hmm. Um, to encourage good behaviour whilst giving our hip pocket a relief. So basically what will happen is if you have a three-year clean driving record, you can escape fines for more than 300 low-level offences, okay. including low-range speeding, driving in a bus lane, disobeying a left or a right turn sign, mm -hmm. and the list goes on. Yeah. So you'd still have to... Um, Lose points? Yeah. But yeah, you'd still, not pay? Exactly. So that's one. Right. On the other side of the fence, you, if you're a good driver, you could recoup a demerit point each year, but you would not have any direct cost of living impact. Ah. So it's... Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Wave the fine or, or yeah. the demerit yeah. points. So which yeah. one is more important to you? Keeping the money yep. or keeping the points? Money. Well, money, is it? Nothing I hate worse than paying fine money. Okay. Mm. It is the deadest of deadest money. Okay. Yep. Um, well, then you would probably be voting for Dominic Perrottet on this one. Well done, you, Dom. Yeah, well done, Dom. <laughs> I mean, I love sorry. The Dom bomb. My, my mistake. Hey, Ella! <laughs> but yes, uh. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> for anyone that doesn't know, Dominic Perrottet oh did God. admit to dressing up Stop. as a Nazi 20 years ago. Yes, he there did. There you go. He did. Um, <laughs> don't, so... you, don't you hate it when stuff like that happens and you're not on air? <laughs> No. Anyway. So, yeah, there you go. And Labor policy is, as I said, letting good drivers recoup a demerit point each year. What would you prefer? Um, as someone, probably the only person in the studio with a clean driving record. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Which is, if you knew, ironic. <laughs> there you go. I'll show you mine. Oh, you've got... I never know which is... I have know. you got five points yeah. or you've lost five points? No, I've lost five points because I just did it too. I got it up and went, I've only got five points left. Maybe we'll go back with that point thing. <laughs> <laughs> so does that mean you've got... You can do eight more it's on the wrong It's up to 13 things. means I've got, yeah, I've got eight, uh, more, eight points. more points to go. Risey? Uh, I, Tanya, I didn't want to interrupt you before. You're on a roll, but I, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got... I've got all my demerit points really? still intact. So I would also vote... That means you've got none. No, hey, oh, hang wait, on a minute, Rise. I'm I don't sorry. know which way they go anymore. I never anymore. do either. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rise. Okay. Tanya, 
Yeah, well, you, you drive a bus, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that thing doesn't go over 60k. You can't call it a clean record. It just doesn't... You, you When you head up to Redhead from here, you're doing 45k. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I literally can't reach this speed. There he goes in his, tar- his family Tarago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, heading you know to this my, election... By the way, though, you what? know what my point was? It was I got that photo with the uh, using oh, at the airport. mobile phone. At the Oh, no. Yeah, using it like mobile phone while driving at a light. So I yeah. didn't know. It caught me in Sydney somewhere because it was on my knee. I was looking at the GPS. That's yeah. right. Anyway, but that's what yeah. those points were. Yeah. yeah. Um, at the uh, Coming up to the election, I just hope they just give us two lists. Yeah. Uh, blind lists. Yep. Don't put Labor or Liberal on top of it. Wouldn't that be a good idea? It's a great idea. Yeah. Go down and do your pros and cons, and then you end up <laughs> down at the bottom. Like a Cleo quiz. Yes. That's how we should elect our next Premier. No, there's Cleo quiz. You're telling oh. you now there's not a guy listening who doesn't know what you're talking about. Well. <laughs> a good Cleo quiz. Well, back in the day, you do the Cleo quiz and you'd end up being, you know, you're a blonde bombshell or you're a red-headed raven. Um, That's what we want. We want to know which one to vote for. That's a great idea. Don't you reckon? Yeah. Two columns, away we go. I like how they're hitting on just something quite, and it is, it's quite commonly spoken about. Yeah. That's actually nice. It affects all of us. And I like the way they've gone opposites too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. You know? Yeah. We know exactly what we want and don't want. I can't wait until they get to the throwing out free cash at the voting (laughs) (laughs) station. That'd be nice. Not bad. Yeah. 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 Pineapple for everyone who votes for me. Tanya, are you suggesting me for the first time this year we've already got a deadbeat dad? We certainly do. My Lord, that's very quick. It's only day four. And it's not me. (laughs) It's not you. Oh, that's why you were happy to talk about it, Steve. (laughs) Happy days. It's uh, Risey. Tell mm. everyone why you're a deadbeat dad today, Rise. Well, I didn't think. I thought I was trying to be a smart dad oh, because yeah. that's um, all deadbeat dads. Again, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the gee, there's a lot of dads in jail. Even though I thought I was being smart. Yeah. Well, um, do you know how the kids back to school? They they've got like three fifty dollar vouchers for the kids to go back to school. I can't remember what back it's called. Back to school vouchers. Back to school. The premiers can, back to school vouchers. You can find them on your service New South Wales app. Yeah. So one hundred and fifty dollars mm-hmm. times two. So I've got three hundred bucks to spend, mm-hmm. and I saw um on your kids. On my yeah, yeah on yeah. my kids, mm-hmm. and I saw a local. <laughs> Or a local surf shop. So oh, yeah. You can use your back to school vouchers here. And I was like, yes. I need, to, I need a new leg rope and some fins you for my try. surfboard. And I said, oh. And I tried to even say, they're for the kids. Oh, my God. Yeah. And they go, they go, oh, sorry. That's for like um, backpacks and socks and so shoes. Whilst the little faces were lined up along the counter. And your children were like, what now, Daddy? I was what? like, all right, go to the backpack section then, you little brats. <laughs> <laughs> Buy your new backpack. <laughs> well, nice try. Yeah. yeah. I tried anyway, and it was good to see this surf shop. That was sticking by the rules. That yeah. Was to, you know. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, just as they walked out, thank you, mate, because I think that's that Risey from Tennis Steve Show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Giving us a bad name, Rise. Yeah. Jeez. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I apologise. It's Daniel and Steve. <laughs> Every year at the Oz Open Tennis, we love getting behind our Aussie players, but it's been a while since we've had someone from Newcastle to cheer on. I think, Risey, correct me if I'm wrong, Trudy Musgrave would be the last Hunter player to make the main draw in 2008. My cousin, Trudy Musgrave. Oh. Unbelievable tennis player. Okay. Yeah. So, so 15 years ago was the last time we had a Novocastrian mm. in the Oz Open draw. Yep. Apart from that, the closest link you can find is James Duckworth, who's a Newcastle Knights fan. <laughs> there you are. That's, <laughs> that's, that's right. a bit of a stretch. Yeah, exactly. So yesterday I spoke to Michael Mills, the coach and operator of Bar Beach Tennis. He's been involved in the sport here for decades, and I asked him the odds of seeing a Hunter player in the draw at the Oz Open anytime soon. In my time, there's been a few juniors that, have, that I actually managed like Matt Barton was one of them he turned professional and 
but that was one out of hundreds of people. So it is a tough gig. There's a kid, Matt Tennant, who's gone over to college. So hopefully, you know, something that he can continue and, yeah, get somewhere. Is it something that you can do from Newcastle or do you have to move? You, look, you can, as long as, you know, you've got a good base there. But, you know, you still have to travel. Sydney's just a much bigger place. There's more players there. So you sort of do have to travel a little bit. But we want to try. That's what our goal is, is to build Newcastle and the Hunter back up and like good old days and McDonald's squads and things like that where we can try and get something happening back here for obviously the players, the juniors that are here to not have to travel as much. So that's where the Newcastle tennis scene is at the moment. Lots of support, but as we've discussed in the past with sports like swimming and cricket, a move to the metros or that US college system is pretty key to making that next step. Yeah. Yeah. Now, just as an aside, I also asked Michael to settle something uh. We mentioned with Trudy Musgrave being your cousin. Mm. Settle oh, something about the <laughs> of this show. We always hear on Triple M that Rise, he was the tennis prodigy. Yeah. What did he get to? Back in the day, he was a uh, he was a top player. Where did he Study. go wrong? Where was his weakness? Yeah. Where did he, what was his weakness? Oh, make him move. Make him run. He did play me a few times, Millsy, yeah. <laughs> that suggests to me, though, that he had the shots and the skill to be great, but maybe not putting in the effort. I don't, you guys work with him every day. Is he the kind of guy to take a shortcut? Are you kidding? Definitely. You heard the show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there it is. It's settled. Could have been great. I'll be honest with you. I admire Rosie more now, though. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I don't mind hitting it back with a run. Oh, it's too much of a hassle, Steve. Good on you, Rose. And you're in Steve with Triple M. I was reading this article, Steve. The other day, uh, nothing really new that we don't know, but it was just reinforcing how it's an employer world now, meaning employee world, mm-hmm. how uh, it's so hard for corporations to hire people because there's so many available jobs and employees going, yeah, I don't know, what do you got? Yeah. What do you got? Yeah. yeah. So they're throwing in even more uh, incentives. Uh, one of them is a well-being package. Oh, what's in the uh, well-being package? I don't know. I think here they just give you a, a cup of ginger tea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a week off here, uh, time in lube, uh, and they pay for a resort for you to go away. Whatever, you know, wow. it's kind of the, they kind of let you make the package up. Yeah, yeah. All okay. right. But the other one I noticed, which is already in the States, doesn't happen here, uh, but they said that a lot of the millennials particularly are loving it and like it, and it's dip into your pay whenever you like. What do you mean? So I get paid on a Thursday, but if I'm broke on Monday after the weekend, I can access my pay? Yep. All of my pay or some of my pay? I'm not Well, I think it's per as it's owed. Right. Okay, yeah. so if you've worked to Wednesday, but you're not going to get paid Friday. Yeah. But you can get up to a Wednesday uh, on Wednesday. So it's right. not like you can get future pay, so you can no. pay it out for days you've already worked. Yes. Yeah, but okay. get it earlier than you normally would. Now, I about you dangerous. guys, but that was happening to me at 19. I can't tell you how much in the red I'd be. I'd, <laughs> like, come payday, be like, oh, I've just got one day. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no. Nah, it's I what the Americans that's do. That's dangerous, yeah. Kind of coming through UK a little bit at the moment. Right. Uh, and, but it is, apparently, that's a big incentive for the millennials to uh, be able to access pay at any time. Okay. It's like whatever day it is. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like getting, if you want to go right back to getting a cash payment at the end of each day's work. Right. You know, yep. Really, that's kind of what it is. Yeah. You can yeah. access it per day. Right. How do you feel about that? I'm trying to s- sort of see. I think for me it, it would take work. away the excitement of payday. Well, yeah. <laughs> it also doesn't let you kind of plan um, to be, you know, frugal with your money. Like, ah. yeah. like to be an adult. You've got to be an adult and go, oh, I can't do this because I don't have enough money well, to again, do that. Well, again, that's mm. a very valid point. Gets back to the whole world of I want it now. Yeah. yeah. Aren't we? We live yeah. in that world now. Yeah. I want it now.
Yeah. <laughs> there's no waiting, there's no yeah. budgeting, whatever. Mm. Budgeting, yeah. I, that's um, what I'm, I'm trying to, I mean, he's 22, you'd think I would have done a better job. Yeah. I'm trying to educate my son at the age of 22, mm-hmm. and every time he gets a pay, I go, pay yourself first. And he goes, I do. I go have a coffee and yeah. I buy a surfboard and I, yeah. and I no, no, no. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I mean, pay yourself first, put X amount of dollars away. Uh-huh. Straight away, you've got to get into the habit of saving because you guys just don't. Mm. You know, why are you looking at me quizzically, Steve? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Have you never heard of that? Pay yourself first? Oh, God knows I've heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't practice it. In no way, Tenure, am I looking at you like you're making up nonsense. Oh it's just something God. I've never done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, never. No, yeah, no, no, no savings? Well, so, you know, it must be pretty hard to even tell a 22-year-old, oh. that's right, put mm. a bit aside and one day you'll have $900 million to get a deposit for a house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really? Aren't they now looking at that? Oh, let it go. Uh, yeah. Coffee it is- and it's very hard to encourage yeah. them to say. How do you really like, I don't know. Well, you need whatever you need for a deposit now? Yeah, like. I don't know. But, yeah, no, I, I've never done that. Have you, do you do that? Try and pay myself first. Yeah. Yeah, I try. Right. Yeah. I try. <laughs> this is not new. It's called saving. It's saving for a rainy day. Yeah, no one saves and you don't. <laughs> Someone who might know something about, a bit about saving is Effie Zahos. Yeah. Uh, she's finance oh, expert. She's our finance don't. expert. We'll have her on in about 45 Rising, minutes to get into you, Steve, Rising, and to say well done, Tanya, to you. She's as bad as Tanya with that nonsense, mate. She'll get on and go, we all need to save a little bit of money, and we all roll our eyes and go, well, wouldn't that be nice if we could? Come from away. Broadway's feel-good music sensation, Civic Theatre from February 16th. Tanya and Steve's. Oh, Steve, this came from one of those mums sites, if you like. You know, the mums Facebook page. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I just thought it was an interesting one. Um, Because it's summer and because people have been going on holidays, I'll paraphrase a very long story. Right. So there's two families. They live side by side and they've been getting on for years ever since, you know, they've moved in next door to each other. One of the families has a pool. Uh So there's been many an occasion where they sit around, the kids are swimming, the adults are barbecuing and having a few beers, and it's been beautiful. Right. Now... The family with the pool Mm. decided to go on an interstate holiday over the Christmas period. Mm -hmm. The family without the pool um, were asked to look after the house, collect the mail, take the bins out, that kind of thing. To which they happily agreed. And then let's call a mum B of the house with no pool said to mum A, oh, hey, bye, while we're looking after the house, Mm. you you don't mind if we use the pool, do you? And (laughs) mum A actually turned around and went, well, yes, we do mind. We've talked about it and we don't want you using the pool while we're away. Why? Well, there you go. This is where, that's why this mum B put it on the mum's group to kind of go, am I missing something here? Mm. Thought we were friends. We've always swum in the pool. But mum A said, it's because we're ultimately responsible for the pool. And if something happens in our absence, you know, it could come back on us and we're not comfortable. Okay. Um, Likely excuse. (laughs) (laughs) So. I'm thinking, I don't want your filthy brats win. Yeah, maybe that. But. The fact that they've been swimming together as neighbours for so long, yeah. I think it's just a gimme. Well, yeah. you can imagine the mum comments. It's, yeah. it's actually oh, gone, okay. yeah, where's gone that going? off. Well, very much split, though. Oh, some, really? people, some people are like, oh, what a beast, and I'm cleaning that up. But, um, <laughs> yeah. but others are going, look, she's right. She is ultimately, as the pool owner, responsible if something was to happen it could come back on them. Okay. But, I mean, are we in that world of yes. oh, just take some personal responsibility? Yeah, totally. Yes, we are in that world. It's ridiculous. That's mm. that's that first house 
thinking, um, yeah, yeah, it's all, it's all, it's all legislative, isn't it? Totally mm. now. Uh, so, sorry. what would you do? You've got the pool. Would mm. you let someone swim? Yeah, sure, hundred percent on the grounds of the scenario you just described. Yes, if they've been doing it for forever. Yep. Yeah, for sure. This yep. actually happened to me over the holidays. We went away, and our neighbours who we're really close with across the road, I actually said, hey, we're away from this date to this date. Use the pool as much as you can um, because it's just sitting there. No yeah. one's no one's using it. Sit yeah. it use it, enjoy it. Um, just let yourself into the garage, yeah. uh, into the side gate. I even told another neighbour down the street and said, hey, we're away. Use the pool. Yeah. Hey, you know what would have been good on it while you were away? What? Mention it to your mates. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hey, Sorry, Steve. Hey, he's inviting me and he doesn't know. even know. So, Sorry, I said tr- trustworthy, I trustworthy mates. <laughs> is, there, is there anyone out there listening that wouldn't let their neighbour use their pool? One triple three. I'm really curious. Yeah. Five three. Give us a call right now. One triple three five three. Or it doesn't have one. to be a neighbour, your friends. Yeah. Would you, is there anyone that would say no? Because, you know, it's okay to get on and go, yeah, of course I would. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. curious, is there anyone that would say no? See, I, when, when you added that right at the end there, I actually now feel really sorry for A. That their brains have to do that now. I know. That we live in a world where your brain goes there. Well, good. I'm glad you said... It's tragic. It's like they've got to sign a confident... Like a waiver, you know? Like that you sign for injury or something. I'm glad you you said you feel sorry for Mum A because, you know, I used to have a pool. Yeah. I was never asked by anyone, could they use the pool in our absence? Yeah. But I... No, I never asked you. (laughs) (laughs) Steve just used it. Absolutely. And I'm telling you now, one of the best barbecues I've ever had. (laughs) But would you ever said no? I think I would have gone, oh, God, okay... Um, look, I'm going to be honest. I I feel a bit uncomfortable because there's a loose step at the top, yeah. and if you come out of the pool and you flip, like I would go mm. into full worry mode yeah. but if someone is, was in my pool. But the thing is, your brain would go, and I don't want your kids to hurt yourself or something like that. Yeah. We're in a world now where it wasn't about anyone anyway, getting hurt; it's just getting sued. That's yeah. <laughs> well, and well, p- that too, part maybe, of my but, brain too. But then, okay, can I? Oh, I'm almost going off track a bit there. But there's a I means. How much? How little do you think of your neighbours? Not you personally, no, I'm just saying. They push us into a corner of what, that, that you yeah, would, that neighbour who's yeah. your friend would sue you? Are we really in that world now? Yeah, sadly. <laughs> That's what I mean, though. Gabby's at Medowie. Would you say no, Gab? Um, I thought the whole purpose of having a pool and not having to go to a public pool is that you don't have to deal with other people's urine and microbes. <laughs> well, I agree with you, Gabby, except they've already been sharing their microbes and urine for some time. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's a good point. But in general, I get really icky about other people using my pool for that reason. Mm. Is it kind of like inviting them to come in and have a bath with you? Is that how you view it? Yeah, that's exactly how I view it. And then, But it's a bath that will stay in there forever. Yeah. Well, yeah. let me tell you... Chlorine and a filter. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and pools are big, bigger than baths. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, Gabby, I, I, I'm on your side, Gab. I still, Gabby, <laughs> regret strongly not believing that Tanya did actually put that wee blue dye in the pool. <laughs> I thought she was just joking. <laughs> Thank you, Gabby. <laughs> Good on um, you, Gabby. Carla's giving us a call too. What would you do, Carla? Would you say yes or no? Well, it kind of depends. So, say, and I've recently dealt with some insurance companies and they're absolute slime balls. So, as part of your, like, your home insurance, you've got, like, public liability insurance. Like, you know, like if somebody falls on your property or whatever, mm. right? So, if you told them, okay, yep, you can come and swim in my pool, but I'm not here. Little Billy falls over and chips his pearly white. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, it goes through your insurance, mm. and then they go, oh, no, you weren't there, yeah. so you have to pay for that. There you, you go. You have to oh. live next to these people. So yeah. 
what I would do is say in person, yep, no worries, what I don't know, I don't know, you know. Uh-huh. Um, but I wouldn't be like text messaging and or mm. emailing saying, you know, how's the pool going? No trace. <laughs> See, Carla? Yeah. See what I mean, Carla? You're even going, yeah. you're going down yeah. the right road, but yeah. going down the road, oh, uh-huh. you know, leave no paper trail. Yeah, well, no trail. we're neighbours. Maybe we should be downloading waivers for our neighbours when we ask them for a barbecue. That's like coming into the house, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? It is out of control. Oh, wow. Well, anyway. <laughs> there you go. I didn't actually, you know, when you first started, my brain was just, you know, we're doing neighbours and people. And yeah. Like, we ended up in court. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> really? Welcome to 2023. Oh, God. But just quickly, though, mm. um, it's your last day and night with your baby girl. I know. Oh. I know, just may over been nearly three weeks. Not quite, but nearly three weeks. And believe me, it, uh, just thinking then, I felt like I just got back from the Sydney airport picking her up. Oh, I'm dropping her down tomorrow. Yeah. I got to take her to Shoal Bay, finally got it in yesterday. Yeah. Oh, gorgeous. Did you swim? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, of course, she's petrified of sharks. Yeah. <laughs> Although I'm pretty sure a whiting brushed her leg and she screamed. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we get to, uh, I get to have a coffee with her this morning. Yes. Can't wait for that. Yes. So uh, before that happens. Yes. All right. Uh, tell her nothing. What do you mean? Well, just anything. Whatever. Like when she asks me about your, your dating life, what am, what am I to say? Oh, yeah, that's exactly where it's going. <laughs> I know it is. Of course it will. Oh, I know. Yeah. And she'll leave you in charge. Absolutely. She'll be like, please, Tanya, please, Tanya. Help my Hand and knees begging. <laughs> and it's like, you know I'm capable of looking after myself, Jasmine. Look at your house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she will. I know. I know, and you'll. Can't yeah, wait right. to can't wait to send you to the bar, even though we're going for coffee, um, <laughs> <laughs> so we can have a girly chat. That's exactly what I was afraid of. Well, okay, you two, yeah. put your heads together. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, I'm just saying, it's all right. Don't need to wingman. Okay. Does this mean you're getting your bed back now because Jazz has been sleeping in your room well, and you've been true. sleeping in the loft? Yes, it does actually. Right? <laughs> you, get, and, you get your life and, back. And you know what? Thank you for pointing out. The shining light. Yeah, that's the one shining light. True. You can cry yourself to sleep in your own bed tomorrow night. <laughs> Instead of a loft. And yet that shining light just had a bit of rain put on <laughs> by Tanya. It's Tanya and Steve, Triple M. We're going to talk all about the big Michael Clark, Carl Stefanovic. Dust up. We'll do it after this at Triple M. Thank you, Hamish. It's 20 to 9. We normally do our e-spot here with Tanya and Steve, but we don't want to miss this person, Yo, do we? No, We've been talking about, talking about her morning. Very busy lady, editor at, la- editor at large at CanStar, Effie Zahos. Yes, we thought we'd borrow some money off her. <laughs> Hello, is, that what, is that what we're doing? Is that what we're doing, Effie? You sure are at 18%. That, oh, God. Oh. Look at her go. <laughs> <laughs> now, Effie, we want to get you on for many, many, many reasons. Um, we're all kind of feeling the pinch, as you well know, the cost of living. Is that going to ease anytime soon? Yeah, look, I, I like to be positive. And when you look at, say, the latest inflationary numbers that came out from the U.S., they were actually good. It, it ticked um, downwards, which was um, a, a nice surprise. They were hoping for that. And that would suggest that they may ease the Fed there, that Fed, you know, like the equivalent to our Reserve Bank, may ease kind of their rate hikes. Um, and certainly not be as of, as of, as aggressive. For us, though, the latest data showed that inflation went up. I feel that hopefully, hopefully the worst could be behind us. But having said that, I mean, you, you look at all our household bills, what's going to come in. The biggest pain one, the one that's really going to hurt, is the, are these energy bills. And I know there's some reforms in there to, to cap these prices, but we're not going to see those come through our bills for some time. And even then, they're going to be horrific. So I feel that the first six months, um, we're still going to have this huge pressure. Um, and then after that, hopefully, we, we do see you know a, a turning point. Mm. Now, I was just... <laughs> 
mentioning to Tanya yesterday, if he's probably, yeah. uh, that I finally had a look at what my mortgage, and it's doubled in a year. Is that average for everyone? <laughs> yeah, look, it, it is. I'm glad you're looking at your mortgage because refinancing is up. So, Steve, people are taking a, a real interest here and in what am I paying? Can mm. I do better? Mm. And we know the best deals are for, for new customers. There's no such thing as loyalty. No. So, look, the average variable rate, I'll give you some numbers. I've got yep. these on type here. The average overall kind of standard uh, variable rate here can sit between 5.67, the overall rate, or a standard variable 5.91. Mm-hmm. That's the average. The best in the market is 3.99. Wow. So, if we, and what did you say you were paying? Oh, I, I don't know the exact on that. I'm going. I'm chasing it up because I had a look at. Basically, though, I can tell you that my monthly mortgage has just about doubled. Yeah. So the people with their repayments on an average mortgage of say five hundred thousand have definitely seen their repayments go up by about nine hundred dollars. The big the big jump here will be for people who are in a fixed rate loan, and depending on when they locked in, they can easily see their rate go from two percent now to as I just said, you know, five point five. Well, let us let us inform you, Effie. Yes. Risey, who's um who's who's just yeah. melting into mm. a puddle over there. I am. He's locked in at the moment at one point nine, and that finishes in September. Yep. Okay, I've got to ask you, did you, when you were paying 1.9, what were you doing with all that extra cash? And I don't mean to be rude, I just, I'm just curious to see. Effie, were you putting it back in your mortgage? To be blunt, we were blowing it on holidays. They've just come back from <laughs> yeah. Switzerland. Yeah, yeah. It's currently in Switzerland. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> before that, it was in Bali, uh, and the, before that, it was in Hawaii. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> now, look, you're not alone. I don't mean to be disrespectful. I definitely don't want to be disrespectful no, when I not. say that. No. Because this is the thing. You had a good run. You had, had a great <laughs> run while it lasted. Yeah, well, it's all over, matey. It's going to be two damages for you. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, whatever, that's the best news I've heard. I, I hate to be uh, sound evil. Best news I've heard all day because I've been so jealous of his last three years. Effie, how much is he in for? I mean, at least you and I, you know, we're used to paying rates. Yeah, this absolutely. High. Yeah. But honestly, we're not in shock. Let's just pretend. I don't want to blow your money, Rise. No, but that's fine. Just say he's on a 500000 going from 1.9 to 5.67. What's that look like? So that's that, like, you know, you, you, you'd be two, four, six, three times your payment there. <gasps> okay, well, it's more than that, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no. So you need a few tips, mate. What you need to do right now is, okay, look at your every, first of all, what you need to find out before it rolls off. It's a little bit early because you said September. So this is basically, these tips are for anyone out there listening now that are on this you know, a fixed rate and worried about going to a higher rate. About a month before it expires, I suggest you look at what your lender is offering you. Yep. Then have a look and see what the cheapest in the market. Call them before it expires because this could take a little while and tell them, hey, I'm actually paying more than you. I know there's a cheaper amount here. I've been making all my repayments. I'm a great customer. Kind of, you know, negotiate a better rate already coming out of it. If they're not willing to come to the party, you've got to start get your paperwork in order and then refinance. That's a no-brainer um, because it doesn't cost money to, you know, exit a home loan if you're not in a fixed rate anymore. Perfect. The other thing is your everyday household bills. And there's a great little calculator that I helped build with, with CanStar just to show moving from the average to the cheapest or best value on all your regular household bills can save about $12,000 per annum. What? Yeah, it's, it's quite amazing. Now, I'm not suggesting you'll be able to get all that amount because you may not have all these bills. Sure. You may not have, you know... Um, 
contents insurance or you may not have pet insurance. You know, I just looked at every possible bill. Mm. Um, and it, basically, there's a nudge there to sit down this weekend, go through all your regular household bills. What am I paying? Do I still need all the features? And can I do better? Okay. It's as simple as that. Geez, Effie, I just suggested he fake his own death. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll go with Effie's calculator first. Yeah. How do we find that calculator at CanStar? Well, so just uh, it's just cost of living cancer. If you Google that, that will give you an idea. That Perfect. will get you uh, through that way to, ha- to have a look. Awesome. But it's pretty easy to do. I mean, just have a look at your bills and just see. For example, I, I do a, a, a did a spring clean with my health insurance. You know, obviously, I'm not having babies anymore, nor do I want to have a baby at my age. And, and they're basically a money pit kid. Would you like to so, buy one, Effie? Because Rose is thinking of selling one of his to pay a mortgage. <laughs> going cheap, it. going very cheap. <laughs> if they're toilet trained, I might take one. <laughs> Uh, but that's good, yeah. Go through them and see what you don't need anymore. But Effie, always a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. There she is. Good Edith, on you, Effie. Effie's our host editor at Logic Canstar. Oh. How frightening is that for you, Rice? Three times. I'm petrified. Yeah. <laughs> when everyone was talking about the, <laughs> the interest rates going up and up and up, yeah. I'm like, stop worrying about it. What, what are you worrying about? Yeah. Yeah, it should be all right. It'll stop soon. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right, though. I'll tell you what, that makes uh, up for all those photos that looked to be made with Switzerland <laughs> with his kids having a good time. I feel better, too. I've got to make a few phone calls after the, after the show today. <laughs> Just sort our life out. It's dangerous, Steve. <laughs> It's Triple M, yes, also. Tainted love, good times. Good times. <laughs> the most popular entertainment. We're here to be entertained, that's entertainment. Oh, my God. Have you caught up with this whole debacle that happened in Noosa a week ago? Always say, Tanya, nothing good comes at night time when a man's wandering around with a shirt off. I know. All right, simple as that. Let us set the scene. Former Australian cricket captain Michael Clarke has a girlfriend named Jade. Jade is the sister of Jasmine, who is married to Today host and Channel 9 personality, Carl Stefanovic. Mm -hmm. So the sisters... The husband and the boyfriend were all up in Noosa. Now, Michael Clark, we know he's been a bit of a bit of a playboy over the years. Lara, Lara Bingle, Bingle yeah. his wife Kylie. He's still getting over the fact the engagement ring went down the toilet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and um, before he was dating um, Jasmine's uh, sister Jade, he was also involved with Pip Edwards. Now oh. it seems like Jade and Pip Edwards have each other's phone numbers, mm. and there's been a bit of chat. Mm-hmm. Jade wasn't happy Ooh. when Pip. Pip imparted information that maybe it wasn't completely over. This is the implication. Ah. So then, shirtless, and I think after a few bevvies, yes. um, this horrible scene unfolded in the park at Noosa, as I say, yeah. only about a week ago on Gen 10, and a Daily Telegraph subscriber was standing there with their mobile phone hey, get and, out. and caught part of it. Now, what you're going to hear is where Michael is actually going for Carl. He's yelling at Carl. He's calling him all sorts. Oh. Have a listen. So Carlos is trying to calm the situation down. Yes. Why is Michael wanting to hit him? Um, why is Michael wanting to hit him? I don't know whether we know that yet. Ah, okay. Because... All he was doing was trying to calm it. Yeah, yeah and trying um, to get the sisters away from yeah. Michael yeah. Michael. Oh, <clears throat> Michael. Oh. What? It's all right. There was an alarm just going off. I thought it was a fire. Oh. It's calmed down, just everyone. A t- just a test. Our just a test. Chases, yeah. Just let us know. All right. Squirrel. Michael injured his hammy during the incident, yeah. and I'm sure there's so much more to that learn. Right, Yeah. Now, what did I say at the start? 
You nothing said good. Nothing, nothing good. good. Nighttime park, no shirt. No, nothing no good, good comes from that, does it? And so she slapped him, right? Yeah, yeah. she hit him a few yeah, times. Yeah, she did. Okay. Yeah, and um, Pip's come out already and said this is simply, you know, Michael's behaviour catching up with him. Aha. So wash this space. Don't we love a good Aussie soap that's in real life? Oh, wouldn't it be different and if uh, he slapped her? <laughs> and hasn't Sunrise had a field day with oh, this this morning? Oh, she's loving it. I was going to say, Sunrise <laughs> haven't stopped showing the footage. We are watching the Today Show. They haven't shown the footage. No. I wonder why. No. I've got, got a funny feeling Carlos was uh, holding his shirt. <laughs> Start your day off with Tanya and Steve and save this summer with $60,000 off your dream McDonald Jones home for a limited time. Tanya and Steve's stuff we didn't get to. Oh, when's this rain going to end? Probably about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, an hour? Okay, cool. Thanks, mate. Hey, um, <laughs> your Instagram and Facebook feeds are going to look very different. Um, you're probably going to see a lot more nipples. What? Yeah, and bare breasts. Um, Meta, you know, uh, we used to call it Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meta has um, has bend, I guess, to to public pressure on the right. whole Free the Nipple campaign. Really? Yeah, and they had a meeting overnight and they said, yeah, you know what? We were wrong. We shouldn't... We, we banned it because we, we thought it was sexualising um, women's breasts. Right. We realise it's not. And so everyone's free to post their... Their breasts or lack of breasts, <laughs> wow. whatever they want to do. Okay. So, because remember, this all happened back in 2013, about 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. And women, especially, were up in arms. They were putting breastfeeding photographs of their children, especially in mum's pages. Yeah. And it was being taken down. That I get, though. Yeah. But it opens up the scale to everything, doesn't it? Oh, I think there'll still be um, restrictions okay. where if you're in a G string and you're just doing a dance. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, sorry, it's right. more about, about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they're kind of saying, no, it's like because there's okay. medical if it's, if it's, reasons. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. I know one particular one was a, a, a breast cancer yeah. a situation where she had one chopped and one on, and that got taken down. Yes, so that I get. Yeah, I'm just scared. You know, particularly with our kids, kids. Yeah. Um, where yeah. it's heading that way, but so it's more aimed yeah. at the well, uh, legitimate breast yeah. Watch this space. Watch this space, okay. though, because the, the language that I'm reading, you could interpret it as being, well, hang on, if you're saying that no breast or no nipple is a sexual part of a body mm. and you're very happy for that to be on display, yep. maybe I'm wrong. Maybe mm. there will be, you'll see a lot more of every kind of breast. I think, Rise, actually, this is the first time I can get Tanya back because usually she throws me off the deep end. We'll test it with you today, <laughs> Tanya, and see if it gets taken down. Okie dokie then. Yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. That's, yeah, that's yeah, a big no. Okie dokie then. Just saying. But can't you see, like, I, I get the breastfeeding one, that's all. But, like, yeah, if it's a person standing in the swimmers at the beach, like, do they need to put that on no, no, Instagram? No. Can't you they see don't. that sort of stuff? Like yeah. anywhere, if yeah. you need to, want to look for it. They're already uh, wearing dental floss. Well, that's yeah, exactly. It. Um, yeah, yeah, save it for your OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. That's um, it from us we'll, today. We'll get pasties. <laughs> <laughs> See you tomorrow, See everyone. Tanya and Steve are off to build another show for Newcastle. You can save this summer with $60,000 off your dream McDonald Jones home for a limited time.